When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Sorry, I, I just can't comprehend this. Boy, he's, he's, his last few horses he's ridden for me, he's just ridden them disgraceful. I could have ridden them better myself. It was an absolute disgrace. He deserves to refund your your uh, training fees for that sort of performance. It was just unacceptable for a senior rider to ride in that manner. So I'm not sure what's going on with this boy, but he certainly won't be on the back of your horse again. Now, that's Oof. a pretty pretty solid emotive... Yeah, uh, no, he's had a go, yeah. But, but you know, moody. heat of the moment. Of course. You know, obviously... They've apologised and... Correct. And it's an emotional game. You Plus, know, if, you, if you're the trainer and you've given instructions and they're not followed, you can understand why he'd be a little bit agitated. But that's right. That, uh, how did that get – was that on a radio station? No, how did so that what leak? happens is when you're an owner of a racehorse, yep. the trainer will send out messages pre-race and post-race So yeah, I know, but, to the owners. Well, yep. one of the owners has clearly got hold, sent it to someone well, bit... and then it's been passed on and out it gets, which is, you know, it's – not ideal, let's be honest. No. That, that is Peter Moody sending... So he's not thinking that's going to be published. No chance yeah. is he thinking that's going to get published. So that that's a breach of... Oh, I feel some, sorry some, for Peter well, Moody. Well, so yeah. do I. That's why I was a bit, yeah. you know... like I assumed that it was I'm, on I didn't a really public forum. Like I was, no, sir. Oh, no, that's... that's no, I, I, was, I, I was not aware that's of that, how, that's how that. That's how that works. Well, I heard it on Jared's show, and the fact that Jared well, played... Oh, Jared played it. I felt... Oh, well. There must be another... Yeah, no, that's a message that gets sent directly to the owner. So wow, but they've made up, and Pete's apologised to yep. Blake, and you know it's, it's and the honest. owners have said uh, you're it's not honest. And every now and again, a jockey, is that right? Was that have the owner said, Pete, you can have a spell. You're not trained, or did he go to the owner? No, I think he might have um, said, I'm probably not the right person. No, to do didn't. This. I think it was put that that Peter Moody said, oh, I'm not training your horse anymore. So I think that's how it was as the caller. Oh. Tony and Q passed on right now. To, yeah. let, let's you okay. know, let, let that kind of sit there. Um, the way um, you know, oh, there you go. Dear. Peter Moody sacked those owners as well. So I would think that Peter Moody has been that disappointed that that audio has been leaked. Fair enough. That he's going on. Oh, I want to be a part anymore. of you, blokes. No, if you're going to leak this side of stuff, I'm going to give you 100 honesty, and you're going to do that with yeah, it, that's or you terrible. can take your you can take your somewhere else. Yeah. So no good. So there you go. Um, the Essendon board, uh, there's a bit of politicking going on in footy at the moment. Your clubs, your your club, this is getting a little mm, the Hawthorne situation. It's just getting a little nasty, I reckon. Some well, just some of the some of the stuff coming out Doesn't about it always though. It's very rarely do you see when there's a competitive yeah, true. situation for a a powerful position within a football AFL football. It have to be. It doesn't. You no, know, no. Well, the motions can you know run. High and you find yourself, you know, um, lobbying for important positions. It is a political game, and um, and sometimes you know things get said that that are right on the edge. I don't know whether that's going to be the case with the Essendon board. There's a couple of positions I think I'm right in saying up for grabs. And mm. Paul White is a voice of the fan, and it's always interesting when you get these kind of supporter based independents, not part of any particular ticket um, associated with a board or a footy club. 
putting their hand up and saying, I think I've got something to offer. I want to be the representative of, of you know, a percentage mm-hmm. of the fan base. Uh, Paul White is very much doing that uh, and putting himself up as a potential board member of the Essendon Footy Club. And he's been good enough to join us to tell us, you know, why. G'day, Paul. How are you, mate? Thanks. Uh, <clears throat> thanks, Andy. Thanks, Gazy. Thanks for your time and the opportunity. No, uh, really appreciate it. No, thanks sure, Thanks for reaching. Look, look did, have I got it right? Are you pretty much a standalone, independent, you know, putting <laughs> yourself into the fray here because you think you've got something that the football club needs to hear? Yeah, I, uh, essentially, I, I mean, my, it goes from a few areas of why I'm looking to get on, Andy. Um, as a, I mean, my in my professional life, I'm a risk and governance sort of professional and run my own risk governance business. And I think for the last 15 years, as a fan and as a member, we've been so frustrated with um, lurching from problem to problem. And, you know, I, anyone who puts themselves up for board, I don't care where they're experience lies um it, it's a really hard gig so yeah. let's not discount that but i do get concerned for so long um for 15 years we have mucked things up in so many ways and it comes down to basic governance and the voice of the members not being heard um and so i started putting some questions out saying oh, maybe it's my time to contribute maybe it's my time to give back and and i heard regularly well you're not on the inside and you don't know people and and i don't i don't know you know, the inside of the club and I'm, I'm not connected to groups, but I think, you know, you've got to give it a go, right? And, you you know, after years and years of frustration, maybe my skills and my experience as a member, which I think has been subpar, and I think, I also think the experience of the day-to-day um, organisation has been subpar and, and look, we may be turning a corner. I see we've got some new directors today and Dean Rioli last week and everyone's having a crack, but something's missing. Something is definitely missing in the club and I just wanted to be a part of maybe a message or a solution, and let's see how that goes. Hey, Paul, good on you, good on you and good on you for having a crack, regardless of what the outcome is. Do, do we, you have a, a democracy where you can put your hand up and, and, and have a go at it. Uh, when you think of uh, the fans and you wanting to be a representative of the fans, do you not see that in the existing makeup of the board? Has Do they not have that... Uh, level of expertise or that experience just from a fan's perspective, do you think? I'm not so sure it's about the fan perspective, Gazy. I think it's more the from a government's perspective, there's a disconnect between what the executive and the operations engage with the fans and maybe where the board sees it. And I'll give you just a small example. Like yeah. I was so frustrated after the Thorburn issue and, and I mean, it was, it was a straw that Boat broke my back. Hmm. I rang up the next day to cancel my membership, and you know I've been a member for thirty odd years with a reserved seat, and it was a transaction as if I was returning a pair of stocks. Um, they took my name and details, and then they said, um, "Look, you've got two kids on the membership as well. Would you like to cancel them?" I had no intention of canceling my kids. I thought, "Well, if you're going to ask, well, great." Um, and I think it's just hit me over. I, I, I don't have any doubt that everyone cares in the club and the board care. I, I don't think that's the issue. But something's wrong in the mechanics where board um, is either not getting the representations from management that the members are being looked after or cared for because I haven't received a follow-up call. I, there's been nothing done. And I thought, look, I've just got to stand up and make, make a bit of a noise and, and be a normal 
normal guy, just a normal bloke on the board who loves the club, who's sick of it, lurch from failure to failure and be part of a solution, not throw shots from the outside. Mm. And be whatever the board is, just be one of the many people who help management run the club in a way that engages the fans. And we don't do that very well. We do a lot of talk. Um, and that's the frustrating thing from the average culture, I think. And each club have different constitutions, the way in which they go through the, this process. Can you very briefly and quickly describe to us the process that Essen has in place? What has to happen for you to earn a spot on the board? Okay. Um, so very shortly, the members will get an email with uh, the nominations uh, who've been put up. Mm-hmm. There are two two spots to be elected. I'm competing against two of those spots, um, Andrew Welsh and Andrew Muir, are the current incumbents, and God bless them, Welsh is a legend. Um, but the members will be given the opportunity to vote, and we got a, um, I was asked to put a 200-word submission, and I, I guess you could say, about what I think is important, and, and the other candidates will do exactly the same. And that will go through a, a process that the club ordains um, on by the website and whatever media they've got. Uh, and then on the AGM on the 18th of December, there's a ratification of the votes. Um, so it's a great process. There's no issue about democracy. Um, so I'm really happy to be involved and, and be put my hand up. So mm. you get the opportunity here and now uh, to to have your voice heard and let Essendon supporters who are listening to this and Essendon members who are listening to this hear your voice and get a sense for who you are. But when when you aren't connected... Uh, and you are, you know, a, a sole trader, if you like, in this space. Um, how uh, challenging is it to pull, to kind of get your name out there, be known? So when it when the voting slip goes out, and you know you're up against yeah. some people who have got, you know, high level exposure within the football club, mm. that your name's going to mm. kind of pop, and 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 people are going to know who you are. It can only pop by making appearances on a show like this and people like you being kind enough and gracious enough to, you know, give, you know, the average person like me a, a bit of a voice. Uh, and I'll do the same with other media outlets where possible and other podcasts. And um, and that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. And, and to be fair, I mean, I've rung some of the Coterie groups and they were um, to see if I could have a chat to them. And they were correct in saying we don't politicise the club, uh, the, the candidates, we support everybody. Everyone who wants to have a crack for Essendon is great. So that's cool. Uh, it's really great. Um, I, just, I suppose I'm just making it from a long way behind because I'm not known to uh, any of the current board. I'm not known to any of the management. And I don't have a brand name yep. um, because I just like to go to the footy and support the team. Uh, but bring some skills uh, in my business life that uh, will, from a government's perspective, it's the one thing we don't do well. And I think it's time to do it well. Yep. And, and what, are, what uh, using that platform, there's two questions here. Firstly, 200 words is not enough really. It's not a lot. To, to <laughs> no, it's put not. forward your platform no, of what you can bring to the table. Do you, <laughs> are you, do you have access to the membership base? Do they say, well, here, tell us what you, the message you want to get out and they'll deliver it for you? I get that through the nomination process. Uh, as I said, I, I put a submission in and that my photo went in. Um, I had to you know, be sponsored by some members. Um, so the, I think, and rightly so, from that perspective, all members get the same uh, information or the same the same style of information from each candidate. So no, it's not as if there's a forum where I'm excluded or not included. It's, it's a very simple 
process and a trustworthy process. That's okay. Um, I suppose, I, I guess, and I don't know, but I guess there are a number of people who know a number of people and they will vote for each other and that's great. And, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a footy fan of Essendon, I'm going to vote for Andrew Welsh, aren't I? I mean, he's a legend. So um, no problem there. I, I guess the only thing I come up with the difference is that we've got footy players on the board all over the place and we've got champions of industry all over the place um, at Essendon. But for 15 years, we have not got it right. And I'm not the answer to it all. I really aren't. Um, but maybe, maybe there's just time in clubs, footy clubs, that we move away from who knows who and who knows each other mm. to saying maybe there's some people who've got something to say who love this club and are just normal members who are just sick of, and in our case, being on the page front page for the wrong reason. You know, I consider a, a good board one that is quiet and you don't hear about. Now, look at Geelong, uh, Collingwood, Brisbane, Sydney, the four clubs in the top four this year. You wouldn't know what the board does, who's on it. You don't hear a thing. Um, it's seamless. And we've just struggled with that. And that's that's not a knock on any one individual. But quite, something's been wrong for a long time. And um, for 15 years, really, since Sheedy left. Um, so that's all I'm offering, just a different voice. Well, a, a good footy. Yeah, mm. well, Paul, a good footy club, you know, and an open and a fair and reasonable footy club gives everybody the chance, I would think, and make it feel like everybody who wants to step up, um, you know, can be seen and heard and, um, and, and is given the chance to be part of the process. And, um, you know, the, I'm sure there's, I, I mean, I know there's good people on the Essendon board and, uh, hopefully they're hearing it and seeing it. I'm sure they are. And uh, the supporters get to, you know, hear your voice, you know, through uh, conversations like the one we ha- we've had today. Good luck. Um, I, think the av- I think the average members um, always like to see how other average normal, if you like, in inverted commas, members go in processes like this. So um, we wish you well. Hopefully at the end of it, whether you get elected or not, you feel like you've... <laughs> You've had a, a good sound out, and 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 you've been mm. and you've been seen. So, um, mate, thanks for thank joining you. us. Good luck. Couldn't be more appreciative, and and thank you. And for anyone who wants to vote for me, you know, if it comes up and I get in, you know, I'll just give it my absolute best. Good on you, mate. Good on you, Paul. Paul White, uh, Essendon board candidate nominee. Uh, there's a couple of spots on the board, and there are some well-known Essendon names part of all of that.